Oh, a bit of Barry. You can't go wrong with Barry, the love machine himself. I'm guessing this is a clue as to what we're talking about this week. It is, yeah. I'm just getting us into the mood to start talking about some baby making, but maybe this is more your thing, Nick. Getting jiggy with it. In this edition of Assignment, I'll be hearing the stories of women who've been abused and murdered and asking what more can be done to address what critics say are systemic institutional failings. And as Nicola Kelly has seen, after a spate of domestic murders in Serbia, there's new concern about the stockpile of weapons. Tuk-tuk, bam! Tuk-tuk, bam! That's it. Focus, find your target and fire. Darko whispers calmly in my ear, my fingers on the trigger, shaking, my lips trembling, heads gone fuzzy. Bam! A jolt strikes my collarbone. Bam! An empty cartridge hits my nose. In the early hours of Saturday the 2nd of July 2016, a man walked into a cafe in the northern town of Zhitishte, close to the Romanian border. He pulled an assault rifle from his bag and opened fire. It was a shocking end to the town's summer festival, which minutes earlier had been in full flow. I wasn't sure what had happened to me, and my therapist told me that I'd been abused from the ages of 2 to 10. You know, sexually, physically and emotionally abused by my father. However, my father didn't even live in the United States. So it couldn't have been true? It couldn't have been true. It never happened. Then she made a life-altering decision. My therapist told me that if I was to have my own children, that I would abuse my children. So the best way to resolve that would be to be sterilized. And you did it? I did it, yeah. Following a feast of camel and couscous, he pours me some sugary green tea and explains why frictions are beginning to appear between generations. Unless Morocco is obliged to compromise and to negotiate, the situation will continue like this. That pressure must come either from our arms or from international community. Do you think it's likely that you might return to war? Yes, we will return to war. It's a matter about when and how. Are you ready for that? Are you prepared? I think the Sahrawis are a warrior nation. Every Sahrawi has his gun and every Sahrawi know how to use the gun. Of course, we all fantasise. That dream house, a fulfilling job, our perfect partner. But some people go beyond this, creating imaginary personas and worlds. I kind of feel like I'm reversing a truck rather than uh, yes. walking. Like a normal this is me attempting to navigate the virtual online world of Second Life. Safe to say I'm not a natural, but thankfully Varahi, that's her avatar's name, is on hand to help. The etiquette in Second Life is that real names aren't allowed, so for the purposes of this exercise, I'll be known as Sheba. Running a business in Serbia wasn't always so straightforward. Explosions could be seen and heard around the Yugoslav capital, Belgrade. The conflicts of the 1990s that devastated former Yugoslavia have left their mark. In Belgrade, ruins of bombed-out buildings serve as a reminder of the war. It sounds like you actually quite enjoyed having your tooth extracted. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) But I was fascinated by the the process. My five cards, I just need to read them out, right? Yes. So my five cards are... So my number one is making connections. 
Um, my number two is creating dialogue. To be honest, all of mine is social. <laughs> so I have got none. It turns I out that talking to people and talking into a microphone are part of my life's purpose, which is great because not only am I already in the right job, but it might help me live longer. Nicola Kelly went to meet some of those exiles from the disputed territory. The first thing to stir me is the creak of a shabby shed door, followed by a bright beam of light across my face. Here in the desert, you sleep like a baby, my host Zorgan says, laughing gently from the doorway and giving my foot a gentle shake. Nine hours last night. And that doesn't even start to get into the personal side. I mean, what do you reckon? Would you want to live to 100? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would, but only if I'm happy and healthy, like Gail and Joni said at the top of the programme. And actually, exploring all of this has really made me think about what small changes I might need to make now if I want to get there. OK, like moving to Sardinia? Happy to. <laughs> OK, well, good luck with that, and thank you so much for that report. Make sure you come back in 60 or so years' time to tell us how <laughs> you get on. Brilliant, looking forward to it. Now... Back at the pet shop with Geraldine. It's very friendly, this one, so nothing will happen. If I can just touch its back, I don't know about being near its teeth. And I'm not sure about the tail either, so I might just go to the back. Sorry, it's a very, very small part of the rat that I could actually contemplate touching. (laughs) Oh, oh my God! God. I've managed to touch it, which for me is quite quite a good progress. It's a big step. Baby steps. 